Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just chowing on the junkies, yeah. It's pit season, what a time to be alive. Pit season, couple of regular guys. It's pit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's pit season, ha 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 ha. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Bit Season, episode one fourteen. I'm Drab T-shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. Hey, before we get started, I need to um, I need a request. All right, Drabby, I need a request. I'm sorry, Charles Bit Season. If you're listening, I do need to check your email. <laughs> Please check your email, Charles Bit Season. I know you want to be anonymous, and you made uh, uh, anonymous emails and Venmos to get in contact with me. But I need to get in contact with you. Please. Please check your and, and remind the listeners, Charles Bit Season <laughs> is the guy who randomly out of nowhere bought yeah. you tickets to the Zach Bryan concert in the nosebleeds. Yeah, yes, he is. He's you're a very... thumbing your nose at no, him. No, 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 no. You got no, a better no. hookup. No, 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 no. Not thumbing my nose. I'm very grateful for him. And um, he was a, an emergency uh, in case JVS couldn't come through. But I need to get in contact with Charles Bit Season because I think I accepted the tickets and I can't find them on my phone. Uh oh. So, All right. Uh, all right, that, Charles, get at him. That, that's the PSA. Please, please, please hit me up. I, Valdez, I got to be honest. I'm a little uncomfortable doing the show in the studio today with all the diseases floating around. I know. I, I don't understand we're, what we're Jason was from a Petri dish. For what Jason was doing this morning, coming in here, which I just assume is probably some variation of, of COVID. He looked terrible. He was he sounded, coughing all over the place. He sounded terrible. He, and then he took a, a nap at 6 a.m. on our producer couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Yeah, our casting couch. <laughs> and then came in here for 20 minutes and then went home. JP's got pink eye, and he's he somehow thinks covering it up with <laughs> glasses <laughs> is keeping it from spreading. Uh, that's a, that's a weir- weird one. Is I'm actually, I'm more worried about pink eye than I am, I guess, about lurch's virus or I, whatever he has because i i don't like pink eye it's it's and it's very very contagious and it just makes me think jp's having a lot of butt stuff doing i think there's a lot of butt play in his <laughs> yeah, life i know and he's trying he tried to play it off i didn't even make any sense he said my daughter's sick she's got an ear infection and i think somehow i got pink eye out of it and i went what, what? Yeah. that's not how that works yeah. I, I know your whole family's been sick for like a month but pink guy comes from something else. Yeah, pink guy comes from duty. Yeah. You know what, who gets pink guy? My kids get pink guy because they, they put their hands in their their, their, yeah. their booty hole all the time because they're toddlers. You're you're either not washing your hands after wiping or you and Jess are having having fun in the in the boudoir. Hey, I do have an update for you Valdez. This past weekend, I know I've gotten a lot of grief on the show about not 
potty training my kids. Oh, yeah. That's and true. Uh, I think we've made a lot of progress. It was pr- pretty much a four-day weekend because we had Saturday, Sunday, MLK <laughs> Day, and then Tuesday was a snow day. Yeah. So they got four days at home. We had numerous accidents, but that's part of the process. Right. I, I don't understand why. So when you're potty training, I don't have kids. Yeah. So you need to, like, have them have accidents so they learn i didn't yeah well i think that's kind of it because you you put them in underwear first of all my wife called them panties and i said no 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 no, no, no. you cannot you cannot call my my twin our girls underwear panties okay put your panties on i was so creeped out i said sarah you gotta gotta stop you gotta stop stop. where's your thong i said i said i said sarah you wear panties they wear Underwear undies. or undies, okay? <laughs> they can be panties when they turn 18. <laughs> or, or 38. Or when I'm dead. Yeah, when I'm dead. Um, but yeah, we made a lot of progress, which was interesting, though, as I didn't really know this, is that they didn't do any duties all weekend. Oh. So I can't really say, because I guess what happens is very common, is that they're so shy they're yeah. scared, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. And so they back themselves up. Oh, boy. And so they just had these massive <laughs> bellies. <laughs> like just on bloated, Tuesday, so blow. I felt bad for them. Tried to give them some stuff to make it work itself but, out. It but, looks like a 50-year-old at the beach where, yeah. where their beer bellies protruding yeah. out. But it is pretty pretty crazy. That, like They do pick things up. Kids pick things up pretty quickly. Like Their entire life, they've been going peeing in their diapers, and then you just spend a couple days with them, training them, training them, training them, and then they get excited because you got to attach treats to it, you know. Yeah. What what was their reward for peeing? Skittles and M and M's. Okay. I'm also a donk. I I went and bought Oreo. I went to Target. Okay. This is what I thought. This is what dumb drab the dad. This is why dads are dumb. I go. All right. Well, I also didn't realize how often kids are going to go pee. Okay, okay, when they're yeah, potty yeah, trained. Yeah. They go like every 15 kids minutes. Have, kids have squirrel bladders. They have squirrel bladders, but once they get excited about it, they want to keep going and stuff like that. Yeah, they so want I, more treats. So I go, oh, I'll go. I'm at Target. I go, well, there's there's the Oreos. Okay, I'm going to get Oreos for, I'm going to get the Oreo cakesters for when they go duty. Yeah, and I'll yeah. get the, the golden Oreos for every time they take a leak. Okay, yeah. So I bring them home and then Sarah looks, she's like, what are you doing? You can't give them a cookie every 10 minutes. You know, she goes, no, you, we got to go to the store. You got to get like Skittles or M&Ms uh-huh. and they get one or two every time they do something. And I'm like, okay, that actually turned out pretty well because you weren't, they weren't, I wasn't overdosing them. <laughs> By like the first day before Sarah got up, when I started it, I was just pumping them for full of Oreos. <laughs> like, like, hey, I like this too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Munching on them. Hey, isn't it a little, <laughs> it's a little disrespectful. What? What's that? <laughs> that you're teaching your kids to on an MLK day. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just I mean is it less disrespectful if I do it on Christmas? Uh I don't know maybe yeah. just as disrespectful. You got to did you how much time did you spend thinking about MLK on Monday? I spent a lot of time no, reflecting. No, a lot no, of time you, reflecting. I'm going to be honest, there's these Monday holidays they all I blend don't, together. I don't spend I it's a fault of my own. I'm maybe a terrible person. I'm not spending a lot of time think, thinking. I, a Memorial Day, yes. All right. I do like thinking about those who gave their life for this country. I, I think, yeah. I you, think, think, you think I'm thinking about George Washington and Abe no, on, no, no. I think, next month? I think. <laughs> or Labor Day, all the laborers out there. I, I think President's Day is a little less disrespectful than MLK Day. Because MLK Day, you're kind of. I know. You're, ref, you're reflecting. Reflecting on the positive changes in this yeah. country. 
I think I feel like though, and President's Day. President's Day, I feel like you can get away with duty training on. Maybe that's fair. Maybe that's fair. <laughs> Labor Day probably can get away with duty training. I, I, I feel like um, we can get away with it here in D.C. a little bit because if I want to spend time thinking about MLK, I can go see the monument out there, the plaque on the on the uh, Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. The, you know, where I have the dream speech. Yeah. I, so I, if I want to, I go see the African American Museum. Yeah. Uh, you see how I'm spinning this? I on Monday on Monday said I had a dream where my two <laughs> little girls one day can poop in the house. I gotta say, it was <laughs> nice going to Costco and not buying a fifty dollar box of diapers. And that yeah, lasts you about ten days. That's true. So that, that that was nice. But then you you know the next step is you got to always just they're going to want to go to the bathroom all the time, and so you're taking them into gross bathrooms. I'm taking them into the men's room. They're going to have to go duty in the, the men's, men's room. room yeah. Gross. So that's the next step of whatever. Oh, being that sounds like a disaster. But a positive change. Look, they've only hey, been three for a couple months, so I'm pretty much right on par a, of when they're supposed to be potty. Maybe a, a little earlier. I have a but, question about yeah. potty training. Is it a faux pas? To because if if I if I have kids, I would potty train them by saying, "Look at look what Daddy's doing," and then just um, just kind of be like, "That's an interesting question, Valdez." Is that do I take do I take leaks in front of them? Not on purpose, but they toddlers just they they wander they wander all over the house. So if I'm st- going standing up and taking a leak, <laughs> and they walk into the bathroom, Whoa. like I can't. There's nothing you can do. So they're going to see your your Jimmy Johnson. You know, I know, but but if you're trying to teach someone, mm, no, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be. That wouldn't like, make sense. I don't think they would compute look, yeah, about that. Look, I, and then you hear the water running down. No, they, they, uh, you, you sit down and go and say, "Look, look what dad, look what daddy's no, doing." You do what daddy's doing. No, they kind of know. Or is that, they, or is that I mean, creepy they, and weird? That's probably a little. You don't just need it. They already know what going potty means. Like they just we've talked about it enough, so they know, and they know when they go the in their diapers and all that stuff. So they know what it meant. But I think the actual sensation for them of like, oh, I'm sitting on the toilet, okay, and, and knowing like when to go pee or how to go pee, basically, controlling it. That's that's the thing. Like or uncontrolling it, letting it loose, <laughs> if that makes sense. On command. And then they, they do they call you call you into the bathroom and say, Dad, oh, can yeah, you wipe? Yeah. No, no, no. Just Daddy, I, Daddy, I went potty, I went pee pee, and they're jumping up and down, and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it actually is kind of fun because you it's a little game, and then there's a lot of candy involved and a lot of wet diet, a lot, you know, some some wet underwear. You, but um, yeah, but progress pant- has been made. Wet panties, wet panties. <laughs> yeah, I, look, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So that that's your your potty training update valdez we got actually a lot of junky stuff to get into today we got we had a caller who went toe-to-toe with lurch um we got awad calling in talking about updating the junkies on his girlfriend but i thought the most interesting kind of segue on the show this week and we didn't spend enough time on it Uh uh-huh but what the hell was that when EB asks Cakes because he listens to heavy metal, if he worship, worships the devil, was that not the, the stunning moment of, of the of the year? I, it was very stunning. It was almost like Eric was reenacting his mother. You know what I mean? There was a lot of that in there. Where right? yeah, where the his mom was all. What was the what's the. Um, What's the band where you play it backwards? That's uh, they play Satan. 
Oh, uh, I can't remember. But was I, it I, Chicago or something like maybe. that? Or if you play the record backwards, mm-hmm. it's a Satan worshiping song. That, that's what I. That's what I thought Eric was thinking at the time. But it was almost like it was almost like he was pretending to be his mother, who, who caught him listening to ACDC. I think that. Um, so. I can't. Re- I mean, I kind of figure it out, but EB likes to go down. EB, I think, is um, you call me impressionable. EB is very impressionable. Talk, think about like Vinny and Joe okay. and people that he, things that he's into can kind of warp his mind a little bit. So EB is like we've we kind of dabble into a little bit, but he's like into all these weird conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of Satanism in these conspiracy theories <laughs> what, what? that he's into. So, okay, so, like so, devil, like the devil is like is big. Uh, so hold on, so Satan, so Satanism is front and center on his well, brain. Yes, and so he's, he's, he's doing hears, a lot of reading on it. <laughs> so like it's a Illuminati thing. Uh, I don't really know, but uh, I think he's in, he reads that kind of stuff, right? Uh-huh. Devil worshiping thing. Maybe it's a, a comet pizza thing. I, I honestly don't really know, but I just he, I hear him referencing Satan a lot, okay? okay, like off air, and I don't really know what it's about, but it's it's just somewhat weird. So I think it's like top top of mind for him, right? But what about the fact where he said, "I know I know lots of Satanists," <laughs> and, then we were, and then JP was like, "Name one, oh really? Name one?" And That's he couldn't funny. name one. Of course, he couldn't name one. <laughs> You know, so he gets into these wormholes, and I think it poisons his brain. But also, his mother has has a big effect on him because his mother probably told him growing up, "So and so, you're you know, these are Satanists." That was like a big big eighties thing. I definitely was a or nineties thing. Cults, Satanists, yeah, heavy metal music, and and. Like video game violence, mm-hmm. and then, all, they were all like intertwined. I feel like in the nineties, and then you know what's also kind of interesting, like Doom. Like doom. Not, not 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 to talk about faith and religion on the show, but he said, okay, he goes, uh, "Would you consider yourself a Christian?" He asked Cakes that. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, where is this going? Yeah. And then Cakes was like, uh, uh, "No." And not no, no, I guess not. And then and then there JP's like he's agnostic, and so and then he goes like EB had a tough time computing that a nice guy like Cakes <laughs> like wouldn't is, be a is, wholesome Christian isn't isn't a godly man. I think he used the word godly, and I'm like Eric, come on, you're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. Like not every you don't have to be a a, a godly person to necessarily to be, to be nice to have be, values yeah, yeah, yeah. and morals and to be kind. I mean, come on, you've been on this planet for 54 years now. You surely you know people that are that are nice people that aren't that, necessarily that go to church, go to church, or, or even not, or even not believe in God. Of course. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you're. how do you not know this? You're talking to cakes here. This is so, someone you know so well. That was, yeah, that, it was just so strange. The whole conversation was strange yet amusing to me. <laughs> what? Hold on. What, what classifies a Satanist, by the way? The, the, is it devil worshiping or is it or is it wearing all black, black mascara? Mm. Like in order I, to be a Satanist, you have, does you like have to black. You have to worship. Well, it's slimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, does, so, so does that mean you have to? I don't really the, know. Does that I mean, mean I, the devil. The devil is your god. If you're a Satanist, the, I don't know the criteria. I, I'm going to be honest, Valdez. E- either do I mean? Yeah, that you like. Are you praying to Lucifer? I don't. Maybe there's not praying involved, uh, but maybe you. Um, let's do. 
I feel like in order to be a Satanist, you need to make sacrifices. There's probably are sacrifices involved, particularly the worship of Satan. Do you know uh, Satan's biblical name, Valdez? Uh, Belzebub. No, that's that's a myth. <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah, that's what I just said, Lucifer. Oh, you did? Yeah, you, no, you weren't I t- listening to me. I, uh, I, was, I was Googling here. I was p- pulling a JP. Uh, the Church of Satan. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know it's is like there, a real. It's like a real yeah. group. Is there a uh, Facebook group? Oh, of it, course. I there... saw like in one of these states. You know, because I saw it like uh, one of these states had an activity scene. I honestly don't. I have no opinion on this really whatsoever. I guess, but maybe it's r- ridiculous. But everything's rid- ridiculous these days. Um, there was a group in like um, uh, what do you call it? rotunda of like a state rotunda in in one of the like Tennessee or something, okay. right? And so they have had a nat- nat- nativity scene, uh-huh. and so because of that, the the Church of Satan in that state demanded that they also get representation. And so there was like a Satan, a Satan. Um, someone, that, someone that looked like Darth Maul. Yes. Nativity scene. Yeah, it was like roped off and it was like a, like a statue of Lucifer or something like that. And I'm like, oh God, this is like, everything's getting so weird. Hey, do they have, hey, let me, do they have a picture of Lucifer? Because I know they, they have like pictures of Jesus. Um, here, this is the first picture of, Wait, of what is Lucifer. Lucifer. He looks like? very demon-like. Oh, I... I envision the devil to be like handsome. Really? Yes. When I picture the devil in my brain, I, I it, almost like the TV series Lucifer. Uh, isn't that guy dreamy, slick, uh, ba- slick back hair? I haven't seen. I haven't I, seen. I that. envision. I envision uh, Al Pacino and and uh, um, um, Keanu Reeves in Devil's Advocate. That's, what, that's, uh, where, I, I, get, that's where I get all my Satanism from. You know when I hear the word devil now, I think of that catchy-ass song by um, She's the Devil, the Paint the Town Red song. You've ha- it's like the number one pop song. Doja Cat sings it. Oh, okay. You haven't. You got to get on TikTok more and Instagram. <laughs> it's like on every one. She's the devil. She's a bad bitch or something like that. You would know the song, right. of course. All right. If I, um, I would know it. But that, but that's where I get all my re- devil references from. A thirty-year-old movie. Yeah, Al pa- I mean Al Pacino. Uh, he needed. He needed Keanu Reeves yeah, to have he sex never, with his. Keanu Reeves never lost a case. Yes, there was like I, I remember th- thinking that movie was too weird for me. Like it was I just, very weird. I just wasn't that into it. He was was there had, a lot of like blood or like a miscarriage or something? Yes, uh, the, his his wife had a miscarriage. Was it Charlize Theron? I forget who played his wife, but mm-hmm. then like. He was supposed to have sex with Al Pacino's like daughter to create a little Lucifer. Wasn't that take place in Gainesville, Florida? I think it did. <laughs> I remember no, the word he was, Gainesville or he, something no, from no, there. No, 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 no. He was undefeated in Gainesville. Yeah, okay, and then yeah. he moved up to New York <laughs> oh, okay. to work to work for Al Pacino's yeah, yeah. firm. My college football brain only, retail, <laughs> only retains <laughs> Gainesville from that movie that I saw. <laughs> I haven't seen it twenty something years. All right. Um, so yeah, and that then, that was the weirdest moment of the week for me. Eb asking cakes if he worships the devil. That was very weird. And then of course, of course, right on cue. I love JP. He's googling songs by the devil and it was like <laughs> devil songs, and he's just reading them off in the midst of two other guys having a conversation about it. <laughs> uh, it was just a microcosm of the show in general. Hey, speaking of uh, JP, yeah. you know what I noticed? And I noticed this during the the, the Ron versus Lurch fight, um, which we will talk about. But yeah. JP, I noticed this. JP does not trust 
he has he has a little bit of trust for anything that we all say. Mm-hmm. Me, you. Well, not me because I'm an exaggerator. So he doesn't really trust anything I say. You have much more credibility than me uh, with JP. J- Jason, Eric, Cakes. Uh, we have we have a little bit of credibility. Yeah. But when callers when callers say stuff, JP does not believe them at all. He will immediately try to fact check or correct or find what you're saying is wrong to whenever uh-huh. anyone says, oh, in um, in 2000 and 2019, Lamar Jackson had 2000 rushing yards. You know what I mean? And he's immediately typed, Google he's immediately Googling to see if that's correct. And I noticed that because when Ron and Jason had kind of their on air kerfuffle, he was immediately fact checking Ron, and I and I, you know what, I believed Ron as soon as he was saying it because he sounded like he knew his stuff. <laughs> he was definitely passionate. Here, I think what we need to, we need to play a little snippet of that call because it was a small portion of the show, and I think it's important uh, for listener for our bit season biddies here to hear the the back and forth on that call, which I thought was a pretty good sports ra- sports radio um, back and forth. All right, here, let's take a listen. I just told you what it was. Put his numbers up against any of y'all so-called whatever quarterbacks that don't got no Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Only Pat Mahomes do. But y'all claim all these other guys so great. They ain't got but, but no Ron, rings. But, Ron, if he got to the Super Bowl, it would be a different I discussion. I no rings. Did I stutter? All right, no so, rings. All right, Ron, see you later, buddy. See you, Ron. You're, well, you're not letting us talk. You're not letting us talk. You're not letting us talk, Ron. I mean, you're, you're spouting off. I, I, I've heard you talk for the last 30 minutes. We haven't had one of those in a while, Drav. I like I like, I like, the passion. I, you know, Ed, can I say something? I, when, I was, when we were discussing, because when Valdez and I, we actually, before the show, at like 5.30 in the morning on Wednesday, we were yelling at each other about Dak, and neither one of us care at all about Dak. Yeah, I don't and give I kn- two craps about Dak. And so I, I said, I don't even know how it got started. It's almost like... It's almost like a you're arguing about mindsets, like where you are in terms of mm-hmm. like. I feel like you think one way if if your ide- ideology is glass half full, and you feel the other way if your ide- ideology is glass half empty. So I knew if Valdez and I were having a back and forth, and we don't care about the Cowboys, that it could there was a potential there for kind of some explosive and butthurt feelings from the weekend of Cowboy fans calling in either defending or hate, or hating on Dak that he can't ever win the big game all right well let's talk about first was ron a good sports radio caller um yes i say no okay potential is there the potential is there but here's the thing you you can't even if you're the host i hate that if you're having an argument back and forth you gotta let the other person say something and Ron wasn't letting Lurch, who's the host of the show, say anything. So you think that Lurch was wrong to hang up on him? Um, hey, and let he, no, let, I know. I thought Ron was. I thought Ron was a, was a little disrespectful. But I will. I, I'll say this: is that we haven't had that in a while, and maybe that's why it, it, it kind of felt so good. Is like I felt like the show. And Jason kind of got uppercut a little bit. I like. I don't think. What do you mean? Like he wasn't prepared. Yeah, he wasn't, wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. And Ron was way more prepared than I felt like Jason was. And I don't necessarily think Ron was right about what he was saying. But what he was saying, he had he had facts 
He had stats and mm-hmm. he had examples to back it up. Like Jason, Jason, but he didn't have etiquette. No, but he didn't have etiquette. Yeah. But even though Jason, Jason ultimately is right, probably at the end of the day, Jason just kept saying like cliche and cliche without any kind of support. That's why if I were Judge Judy in this, Mm -hmm. I would award, I would award Ron the victory. If I was Judge Mills Lane, Miles Lane, Uh uh, I would award Ron. The belt, the belt. You, you got to knock out the champ, okay? <laughs> and Ron came in hot, and he had a gr- some great shots on him. And Lurch was unprepared, but the problem was that he didn't finish it. Lurch gave him an opportunity to relax a little bit. Yeah, and I, you know what else I noticed? Eb and you were enjoying Ron, and you I think wanted because you are quick to hang up on people. If if they say hang up or someone's a bad caller or they're annoying, I Valdez is you know Eb puts the callers on the air. But lots of times you guys don't know this that Valdez will hang up on people that they're annoying to him or bad on the air. Valdez takes control of the mouse on his end and he'll just hang up on the caller. When Lurch was saying hang up on him, hang up on him, you didn't no. move a muscle, <laughs> didn't. you didn't flinch, you just stood there. Because it was you were good. you were given orders from Bish and you did not you did not I, I didn't follow carry through. Out my orders. Yes, those that was that was a direct order from Jason. It was and good. you let it was him good. hung him out to dry. I did hang him out. That to dry. was your producer instincts trying to take over there. It was because what I was hearing was good, and plus, uh, you know what. It's Aren't good. you supposed to protect the host if he's getting no, embarrassed? No, no, no. I'm supposed no. to protect the host from themselves. Not 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 being uh, run circles around a caller. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. When Jason says something politically incorrect, I protect him. Not when uh, not when he's getting smoked by a Cowboys fan. Hey, I did enjoy this. <laughs> I do. I, I do like to think that Ron was probably having that having that argument with himself at night after the loss. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Pointing out his his strengths and weaknesses, game balls and gas. <laughs> yeah, he was doing his own personal deck. Dak I think Ron should call head. back in any any time he wants. And I, dude, I told you we we say, I love fiery callers. And if you're, I mean, obviously, if you're a dud, and I felt I felt like it was um, it was low hanging fruit though. Like mm-hmm. for Jason for Jason just to say cut him off, hang up on him when Ron was cooking, right? Um, but he was he was cooking. But I but it was he, annoying. It, it was kind it, of annoying. I know it was getting annoying. You can't you, you can't just scream and t- and not let the other person say anything because then you can't understand what either person's saying. Yeah, I did some, get, but sometimes it's good. To, it's good <laughs> for a scream. Uh, what I think I what I think Jason should have done is he should have said, "Ron, stop! Everybody, stop! Ron, put put Ron. He should have said, put Ron on put, hold. Put Ron on hold. Yeah, put Ron on hold. Ron, will explain something to you. You, I like your passion. You, you got some fire here." You got to let me talk. So let's try this again, Ron. I'm going to punch you back up. (laughs) You can, I'm going to say something and then you can retort to that. I think you're right. It should have gone there. You should have made the move for the hold and not to hang up. Um, I got this DM from somebody that made me laugh. And it has to do with JP, and that's why this whole, whole the, you know, you brought it up first. It said, JP's really showcasing his elite cross examination skills from Temple. Quote, Ron, Ron, did you say Tony Romo never had a 300 yard game in the playoff? I have his stats right here eight touchdowns, two picks. Pretty good, Ron. And then Ron <laughs> said, Did I hear you say 300 yards in a game, JP? 
No, you did not, Ron. <laughs> hey, he, the, he, JP was the one who got who got embarrassed right there. Yeah, you tried to flex he tra- stats. He got shrapnel. Ron was he yeah. Came, you know what? Ron was good. I'll give you that. Hey, he came to Jason's defense and he took the bullet. Yeah, he took out two junkies. <laughs> yeah, in one go. Oh, oh. Yeah, call back in any time, yeah, Ron. If, you, if for some reason you listen to Bitsies, which I doubt yeah. you do, but hey, speaking of call-ins, yeah. Uh, Adam called in today in mm-hmm. today's show Thursday show yeah uh, and he dropped the bombshell that he is dating yeah yeah that, when did you know about this I've known for a couple months since since Halloween since why? you first, for, you first. <laughs> why why have you been holding out on me uh, I've been holding out on you because do you not think I have the vault no I think maybe I was just curious to see where this went um because. First off, Awad's dating saga has been uh, a big part of his history on the show. Now, look, it's getting a, honestly a little bit complicated because he's been off the show for a few years right. now. He's tur- have- he's turning into that tertiary character that people may not know. Right, absolutely, and that will continue to fade over the years as no yeah. we get yes. new listeners or people just aren't caring no. about Awad as he's a like, character on the show anymore. Sometimes stars burn out. <laughs> Right. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if Robin Valdez quit the show, I mean, Brett doesn't get talked about as that no. much anymore. You just out of sight, out of mind. And that's kind of the way it works. And so you, I'm not really sure how much people really care about AWOD's dating life anymore. I mean, I know there's plenty of people who never cared in the first place, <laughs> that's but the people true. who did care, yeah, right? Yeah. So I've known for quite a while. And he's been bragging to me about all that sex he's been having. He's been really lamenting the later portion of that call about how he's having to beat women off with a stick. And actually, I I think it, it, there's some truth to that. Okay. And I can't believe it's happening to AWOD. Like, if it happens to Adam, it can happen to anybody. Yeah, okay. But I think we all have, if you think back to your, even back to your middle school days, Nostalgia Valdez. Yeah, we love Nostalgia. Where you can be not have a girl for a year or two, whatever it is, just uh-huh. be just be on a just a dry, sh- dry cold streak, right? But as soon as you get bunned up, and I, I honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll even say it: there's always a hotter chick that's interested <laughs> in you, not just any women. There's always a hotter chick that's interested in okay. you, and you're always you're like, damn it, why? Where were you two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, and not saying that Awad has said that, but um, he has told me that there has been. Ho- bunch of hotties richmond hotties yeah richmond that have been when he's out to his boys at the bar and look if there's one person that would never cheat on his girlfriend or two people it would be cakes and awad awad just he's too pure-hearted he would never do that to a girl and so he's just really frustrated that he where like he could have been having sex all this time he's he's lamenting the fact that hey where were you during my three-year dry spell yeah and now, now all of a sudden, the floodgates are open. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's the cock of the walk right now. But is there? Does he got that uh, big energy right now, Valdez? Where he's it's, hey, it's hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very hard to imagine him having that. <laughs> you remember when I? You remember what I used to always say to him? You probably can't say it on yeah. there. <laughs> I'll edit it out if I say. Remember, I say you always have a tiny. <laughs> yeah, okay. You definitely cannot. I know. You definitely but, cannot. Say but that. remember, I used to say to them that all yeah, the time. No, it's easy. Yeah, it's coming back. It would always get get a giggle out of you. So it's almost like you can't even fake that. You a lot of times you can't fake that confidence. It's all natural for some guys. Where 
I think there's a lot to that. It's where a vibe. It's a vibe. Like he's really clearly Awad's not better looking than he was a couple months ago. He's not b- dressing no, no, better no, than he is, was a no, couple months ago. No, this is what ago. it is. Is women. Women can smell desperation, right? <laughs> and they smelt that <laughs> yeah. for years was, on him. O- and it was oozing off out of mm-hmm. uh, Awad's pores. That desperation became his musk. And, <laughs> and, and anytime, anytime yeah. he entered a room, it was it was almost like a, a Febreze being being sprayed all over. It was almost like a Glad strip. But of, Awad, of desperation. But Awad, now and now that the that the hose of desperation has been turned off. Yeah. Now it's turning heads. But Awad needs to know that that scent, like a cologne, it does dissipate after a short while. It's it. It's not like women are going to be throwing themselves at him for the next yeah. year he's in a relationship. You know, you know it, what, it lasts like a month or two, a couple months, and then it, it goes you know away. What, you know what Awad reminds me of? Hmm. Uncle Leo. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, remember? Yes, Seinfeld right <laughs> here. we go. Remember, Uncle Leo, uh, Jerry had to convince that he's uh, he should be out there swinging, hitting mm-hmm. the town. He shouldn't attach himself to one girl. Yeah. And then when his parents were getting ready to move into his apartment, mm-hmm. he had to convince Uncle Leo that he was ugly and that he should be with that girl so that his parents wouldn't live with, with Jerry Seinfeld. All right. Yeah, I do. I, I do remember. I, it's been a while. He yeah. should be out there swinging. You know, that happened to me one time, Baldi. What's that? Back in Arizona, back when I was a, uh, a budding a radio uh, producer or whatever. <laughs> Drag, board opera. Drag just sat up in his chair. The hottest girl, literally the, uh, stunning, beautiful, okay. was butt size for me. Immediately. This was actually a couple months before I moved out to D.C., immediately after I started dating another girl. And I kind of like... Did you screw this up? How did you screw this up? Oh, I fumbled. Of course I fumbled that bag. (laughs) Of course, because I actually, too, I felt bad. Like, this girl wasn't even my girlfriend at the time, but I had, like, kind of date... Talking. We weren't exclusive, but we'd already slept together. And Uh, so I know she had feelings and... She was, a, you know, she, they were both pretty, but the, the the new girl was a ten, like a legitimate <laughs> Scottsdale ten. Okay, <laughs> okay. Right. and I couldn't believe, and she only liked me because she she was like, you liked, were on the, you were I, on the radio. I was on the radio. Yeah. And like this is two thousand six or oh, yeah, two thousand seven. This is two thousand radio, and I was young, and she was young, and. What is it about it? This industry? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's intoxicating. It know. was intoxicating. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it still was anymore. I, but I just remember like lamenting so much. Like, where were you? I I, I can't uh, not see this other girl. I you know I, I have to play this one out and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and it lasted long enough where the hot girl was no longer around, and I moved she, away. And oh, you moved away. I moved she, away. She, she, I, I, I talked to her a few times after me and that other girl broke up. Um, <laughs> but I, I was out here. Were you, were you groveling? Yeah, I was groveling. <laughs> like two years hey, later. Hey, <laughs> hey, how many pictures of your <laughs> did you send to her from Hallie? A few. Yeah. And she a few. she sent me nudes. Oh. Yeah, those were the glory days. They're nudes from a blurry cell phone. <laughs> you, don't, be, you, don't still, you don't still have those. There's no chance. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> There's a special fo- folder. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to see that folder. Like every every couple of years, I'll remember it and think about it and try to search it out. I can never remember where I stashed it. Yeah, yeah. You hid it from yourself. Yeah. You need a map. No, I actually remember. 
Um, also, actually, I don't mind admitting this. When I first started dating my wife, I had those photos for a while, my now wife, and I deleted them. I, de- I deleted, I say, I had, so I had a lot. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I will say I had a lot because when I was grasping like a year or two later, she was, she would actually send me, send me some nudes and stuff. And I actually, yeah. and then I started dating my wife. And of course, I, I liked my wife a lot at the time and I felt bad again. I was like, I can't yeah, have these guilty. nude, yeah, fo- yeah. I can't have these nude photos of this other girl I know. So I deleted. I don't know, 95% of them. <laughs> and then I remember... You kept, kept the three good ones. And then I remember I stumbled into a couple of them a few years later. In and the then cloud. Yeah. I remember pulling out my old laptop, trying to go through the recycled bin. And they, they, they were gone. They were they were gone. It was everything. It's you, all but Drab, a memory now yeah, about you don't, these. Yeah, you don't know this, but Drab brought his old laptop in for the IT guy to restore. Is there any way you can piece this, yeah, yeah. Piece this ROM back together? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, but it is it is a vibe of when sexual energy. I should say when you are dating someone new, the confidence that comes no, no, along with it. It's women. Women number one can smell desperation. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's um, oh he's with, he's with someone. Mm-hmm. What does he have? The mystery of you know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, like he's okay looking. What does he have that she's so interested in? I want that. It's it's almost like FOMO. Yeah, it's female FOMO. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you should. Um, when if you have like a girlfriend, like a, a girl who's a friend and hangs out in your group, you if she was your, she should be a better wingman and pretend like she's your girlfriend when they go when you go out. So other girls think that that's your girl, and then they get jealous, and then you know that's how you move in. That's a great strategy. I never had it. I was never that close with a, a friend, a girlfriend that would do something like that for me. If I was that close, I would probably just have sex. Yeah, I was just trying to sleep with that girl. I'm too stupid. I would yeah. just try to bang her. Um, you know what? Something I didn't notice about you know, I've always said on the show that JP doesn't like AWOD. Yeah, that's your theory. Yes. That's well, it's not a theory. I think it's pretty much fact at this point. I want you to go back to earlier in this week when it was first referenced. So Wednesday at nine thirty or okay. so, when it was first referenced, when EB said, "Does A one have a girlfriend?" The first thing that JP said was, "I don't know what word for it," but he completely dismissed a conver- us having a conversation about A one dating someone. When Awad's entire saga on the show, Has what he's his, known for is it, that he can't get a girl. Yeah, a lovable loser. It, honestly, it should have been breaking news. Get Adam Pole dra- yeah. uh, ready. Awad, what's this? Awad's got a girlfriend, and and JP said, "So what? He's thirty. Shouldn't he have a girl by now?" He had no interest in talking about Awad's dating life. And that kind of ricked me a little bit because even though he doesn't like him, he, I just it, it was quick. But you have to you have to be you have to be um, observant observant to know that that JP he doesn't like talking about Awad's dating life or whatever he thinks he it's I don't so, know so he didn't want to so he's not dismissing him for having a girlfriend but he's just he's dismissing he's just him as, convers- a top, as a yes the as a conversation yes okay. Right, and huh. it just it, it ripped me it, like a little tiny bit because I'm, I'm aware. I'm always aware of when he takes your radar's those sh- up. When he, he takes anytime, those shots, he dismisses anytime AWOD. Adams talked about your radar. Now up. JP will hear this, and JP will say, "I lo- I, I promote right. AWOD more than anyone." I say he's on. I asked him what he wanted to talk about on the show today. Right, and, that, and that's true. He does, <laughs> um, yeah. but he doesn't really have any interest in talking about us having a conversation about AWOD's personal life. 
Hmm. And it's, always, it's always kind of bothered me a little bit. Huh. I will have to take a listen. Hey, we got to take a break, though. Yeah. Um, when we come back, I want to get into this physical trait that a lot of psychopaths have. Uh, we want to get into that. But before we do that, we got to let you know that today's episode of Bit Season is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep supports me, supports Drabby, supports Bit Season, supports AWOD. Get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com and use that promo code BITSEASON. That's promo code BITSEASON for 10% off every order, not just your first, every order. Follow and like on all social media at Don't Sleep Energy. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everyone? Matt Valdez here to tell you that today's show is sponsored by SeatGeek. Drab and I love SeatGeek. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. I have the app on my phone. Drab has it on his. We love it. Hey, Valdez, looking at this AFC Divisional game in Baltimore this weekend, there's some amazing deals through SeatGeek. If you are a Ravens fan you want to get to this game, this could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. These prices are, are actually very attainable. Yeah, SeatGeek has the green dots on it, so you know what deals are amazing. And I'm assuming you're stumbling across a lot of amazing deals at the bank, at M&T Bank Stadium. But not only sporting events, uh, SeatGeek has concerts, festivals, and much, much more. Uh, just get the app on your phone and go through it. Type in the event, type in the date, and boom, you can find tickets for it. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green dots mean good. Red dots mean bad. And right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase with promo code BITSEASON. That's one word, BITSEASON. Right now, just type it in the, the promo code BITSEASON into SeatGeek, and you'll save $20. We'll see you at the bank. See you at the bank. 
All right, welcome back to Bit Season. Valdez, before we get into, uh, I think, maybe this interesting story that you found here, and we call it uh, Left in the Binder because the junkies <laughs> didn't get to it, but it actually is a pretty intriguing uh, theory out there. Well, One of the stories that we did talk about today is DeAndre Ayton missing the game yeah. because of having icy conditions at his at his house. He couldn't get out. He was and stranded. Then, and then earlier in the week, our guy, our new guy, Michael Marr, missed the show because he was snowed in. <laughs> yeah. he, he literally canceled the night before. Now, look, Mike can work remotely, so it is has, a little bit yeah. different. Mike does have the capability of working remotely. And I'm sure we've talked about and this before. I guess we all really can have the ability. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There is a lot of of pride on on this show or maybe just this station or talk radio in general of being reliable when yes. the snow comes. Can I rely on Can you? Can I rely <laughs> on you? And, and Val- that, that's funny to about two people. <laughs> yeah. Valdez and I also I like Valdez, I know for a fact, would never call out because of snow or ice. Like, he would be here. He would figure it out. I he would, would figure stay, out a way he would to stay be in. I know I would be here. I Because there's just no way. And it's not because, like, I, I'm some great worker or anything. It's just ingrained in us dumb radio people that, that you have to, to be, be here. here. There's no excuse. As a producer, someone has to be here to uh, run the board, to make sure, and then the hosts have to be here because... They have a show to do, and it's hard to just put content in there. And the way that I think it was ingrained into us is not that this dumb show has to be on so we can talk about... um, It's not the show, but yeah, the show must go on. It's just like ingrained into us that this is a public service, and Uh we're a public broadcasting on on airwaves that we, we... provide a service Mm -hmm. to people like an information service and and in times of emergencies like if the aliens appeared above the white house Uh like someone needs to get the message out right and so when a storm Uh comes like we technically have the ability like if everything goes to hell the hell in a handbasket we can get the word out. Like right. if power goes out, you at go the, to your at car, the, at you the listen end to the, of the radio. Day, at the end of the day, we are responsible for disseminating information yes. to the public. Right, absolutely. And that's kind of what we did during COVID. Like that's what yeah. we, we that, had to be here. Yeah. Right. I had I had a special pass that yeah. if it, we, you, what you was had that special the, pass? You had, we had the same yeah. you had the same pass. It was if what if, do they call those people? Essential workers. We are essential workers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh yeah, trust me, I was bitter. I was bitter when Teachers and firefighters and nurses and police were all being honored at half times or, or before the game. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't get the call because right. I, that was part of my bit. Uh, and also back pay. Back pay was a big one. You know what was nice? The if, the go- if the government did like an essential worker pay increase. Of course. <laughs> you know, of course. Silly, that would have that been. Was, that was part of my bit. But the past, the past, the special pass was mm-hmm. in the case gas lines. All over uh, became overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We had to cut the line pass. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. by the way, I'm sure someone wouldn't take out their gun and put it in your face, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? When there's a crisis amongst us. Um, hey, do you remember? Do, have we ever told anyone? Uh, uh, remember, speaking of disseminating information, yeah. Uh, Awad's Awad's radio interview that he had to do. I don't even remember that. What was his the job radio? interview? He was asked. A certain scenario. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if we ever talked about that. <laughs> should, 
I, I, maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But Awad refresh refresh people's memories. But Awad Awad was doing his big job interview for in a, Richmond, in yeah. Richmond for a radio station yeah. for the for nine ten. I didn't want. I didn't know if we could be specific. Yeah, yeah. But sorry. but uh, so he's having dinner, basically a dinner interview. And I think he was interviewing for this job, the job that he currently has, about two years ago, right? Yes, and it's with and it's with all the bigwigs. It's with like the GM of the station, mm-hmm. the program director of the station, um, maybe someone from sales is there. So in uh, two years ago, in yeah. February of twenty twenty two, think of, think of uh, the setting like the Palm, like a big yeah. power power dinner. There was there was a, a major development going on in Eastern Europe of a war that was breaking out. I believe, yes, with <laughs> Russia and Ukraine, which is still going on. Uh, and Adam was asked in his interview, if you're live on the air doing your sports show and Russia drops a nuclear bomb on Ukraine, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And and then Adam, I guess, just uh, uh, as he's getting ready to stuff his face full of a wedge salad, mm-hmm. looks looks at his bosses and he says, I'll just keep talking sports. <laughs> 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 I don't. I and you know, know, I don't and know and why you know that's so funny. It's just such a fun, like such an AWOT answer. <laughs> but you know who agreed with him was Eric Bickle. Yeah, yeah. Eric goes, "Well, I don't know what I would do. I, I would just." I'm like, Eric, one did of the, you cover the sniper as yeah, it was happening? I go, Eric, one of the things that people are most fond, longtime listeners of the show, most fond memories of you. Is you, how you guys handled nine eleven? You tell me if a nuclear bomb is dropped on on this earth, you're not going to address it. You're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know. Do it's you, just I, funny. I, I would just keep talking for it. Uh, have we told that before? I think I, we have. Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's just funny. Uh. All right. What is going on um, with this psychopath story? I, I, I perused it briefly, but I don't have all the information for it. All right. So the New York Post has a study out, and mm-hmm. it's trying to find a common physical characteristic between psychopaths that, that links psychopaths to this physical trait. Mm-hmm. And you read through the story. And it says the majority of people who are classified as psychotic uh, have this trait. And it is your index finger is longer than your ring finger. All right. Everyone hold out your hand. Everyone look at the back of your hand. Look at your nails. Yeah. all right, ring pointer finger, pointer finger, okay. index close, finger, close to the thumb. Yeah, ring finger over here. Yeah. So you're a psychopath. Drab's, if- lo- Drab's looking at his best friend, his right hand. <laughs> um, all right, my my pointer finger is definitely definitely shorter than my ring finger. Yes, yeah, so it's actually by a significant sub- margin. I was going to say it's substantially shorter yeah, on both fingers. On both fingers. Oh, on both fingers. I know we're doing both. All right. All right, here is mine. Here, I'm showing you yours. The first thing I noticed about your hands is you have very well manicured nails. Well, you know, I, I cut my nails weekly. You do? Yes, it's a golf thing. I, uh, oh, I can't even, honestly, I don't like, I don't like. I, 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 it may have been five years since I've clipped my nails. I don't like, I don't like uh, my nails poking into my skin when I'm hold, gripping a golf club. Mm. So, yes, I do have well manicured fingernails. They're also very dirty. A little bit dirty, but. Your fingers are also a little, um, 
do I say? Uh, they're not sausage fingers, but they're they're thicker than uh, I would have imagined. Like they look swollen or something. What do you mean? Like your knuckles are swollen. I do. My knuckles are like they crack all the time. I've, well, you got to stop doing that. I, you, I do crack. Like, like my knuckles crack all the time. Well, I think you got you're on your wait uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah, I mean, you got to stop doing that. Cl- do your knuckles for- are clearly. Hey, hold them back up. Your knuckles, Valdez, are clearly swollen. Your middle finger there that is way too big. That that knuckle. All right, right let there. me see yours. Let me see yours. <laughs> We're flipping each other off here. <laughs> <laughs> yours is big too. No, not like yours. Yours is is clearly swollen or fat. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you, you see how mine has def like it narrows. Well, look at my, oh no, look at my look at my index finger knuckle. Yeah, you you, you got to get a hold of that. You I, stop cracking your knuckles or something's you going know what on I there. Need is turmeric. Is what, it, what does turmeric do? Is that good for your fingers? It's supposed to help with inflammation. All right, yeah, you, you got inflammation for sure. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. notice that. Or you just naturally you got some. I've never looked at your fingers closely before. But they're they are a little swollen, I would say. I'm not going to call them fat. I think they're swollen. You got to get the, get those back down to bony. You want bony fingers? I don't know. I like. I think it's manly to have big meaty hands. Oh really? All right. yeah. Maybe it is. I'm sure. You're, I'm sure women love big <laughs> strong hands. Yeah. Um, all right. So what I so you're saying that so, I have yeah. psychopathic yeah. behavior. So, yeah, yours, so you, have, you have psychopathic. Yours are behavior. actually almost even. Probably mine are, mine are kind don't of. They, don't they say that about toes too? Like one toe, like your big. If your big toe's uh, smaller than your, yeah, you're your a weirdo sec- too, or something. Something along those lines. So but remember, these- drab. Remember, drab is a little psychotic. Yeah, I mean, people always say that about me. That, but I, what they say about me is that I'm the. T- Maybe I say about myself, I'm the Terminator. Like I don't. <laughs> you call yourself the Terminator. I, I've been referred to as the Terminator <laughs> by, by Dukes for for two decades. <laughs> Why? Because I don't Emo- emotionless. Yeah, I'm emotionless. <laughs> like in, every once in a while, like there's no there's no in between with me, right? Like for ninety nine percent of the time, I'm emotionless. Like I'm just the Terminator. Uh-huh. Nothing affect. Like I don't. Yes. I don't. You're a process. cyborg. Music means nothing to me. Yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But then I do have that one percent where I do rage out. Well, that one percent explains a lot about your finger. Why is that? Well, because, oh, that I'm a psychopath. Yes, because your yeah. rage, your rage. Is yeah, but like I really only rage out no, on psychi- radio fights. <laughs> it's like, actually, it might be psychotic rage. Mm-hmm. Well, because think about it, you almost killed your brother. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you do, when you do uh, go crazy, it's like a flip switched in you. But don't they say like psychopaths? They torture cats and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's how you play leave. with fire. I was, I did play I was with fire say, a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's been, you're a pyro. I mean, yeah, but what, but every kid, who, what, who, kid who yeah, a, yeah. what kid wasn't a pyro? What kid didn't put beetles and roly polies <laughs> in an envelope and light the envelope on fire? All right, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I used to take or burn, burn, get the microscope out, <laughs> yeah. and do all that. Burn thing. ants, yeah. Like, hey, you think I didn't take ants from the front yard and ants from the backyard and put them in a container and watch them fight? Yeah, of course. Every, every, every kid, did every that. Yeah, that's that's you're learning about the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, looking back on it, it's dumb and you feel bad, but. I feel like you would have other psychotic be- mannerisms besides just your fingers drabby. Like, for instance, I think I think you're a psychopath if you sleep with socks on. 
I do like sleeping with socks on every <laughs> every once every once in a while. But I'm just so cold right now that I think you have to throw that out. That's just personal. But um, what about if you sleep with a blankie and you're 41 <laughs> years old? That, I mean, that's kind of psychotic. <laughs> that's behavior. more psych- psychotic than sleeping with um, socks. Hey, what, do you, what about what about talking to yourself? Um, I, I like, like ha- having like conversations with yourself. I, I like talking to myself. What do you say to yourself? I, I do a lot of. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, come on. I yell at myself. I curse at myself. When? When um, are you doing this? I, I, at the gym a lot. I've been. I, actually, I, actually, hold on. Before, you're telling me that when you when you are lifting Valdez yeah. and you fail, right? You don't say oh, you f-ing pussy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I do. You don't curse at yourself. I, uh, of course, I, a little bit. I, I'm suck. down on myself. I, yeah. Drab, actually, no, I actually, actually verbalize it. I actually catch Drab a lot. He doesn't realize this. Right. I catch him in his psychotic behavior. Drab goes, you're such an idiot, Drab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had a dollar for every time Drab <laughs> called himself stupid or you're such a... You know why, though? I think it's good Why for, do you berate yourself? It keeps you in check. Humility is, is, more, is needed in this world more than ever. And... If you if you if you yell at yourself and you and you keep yourself in check, then you don't get too big an ego and it balances. Keep staying medium. I'm all about staying medium. <laughs> it actually kind of scares me. Drab. If I if I like. Um, hey, have you ever hit yourself? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think like so. Flogged yourself. No, away, no, yourself. That, that's psychotic behavior. So would you say JP is, has psychotic? Behavior? Why does he do that? Because well, remember uh, the guys made him like hit himself on air. Like he was pu- that a bit? Remember though? he punched himself? Like that's that is the most psychotic thing that anyone's ever done on this show. I well, like. I do slap myself when I'm falling asleep on the on sixty six or four ninety five because there's no place to pull. You don't ever do that. I told you. Like I I, I have borderline. Uh, what do you call it? Narcolepsy. That's not the right word. Which well, one? narcolepsy is when you fall asleep. Okay, yeah. what's the one uh, when you sleep with, uh, have sex with dead people? That's uh, necrophilia. Okay, I get them confused. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> narcolepsy, yeah. where I'm driving on 66 and like driving home from work and I'm falling asleep. It happens to me like a lot. I'll I, I'll start slapping myself while I'm driving. But that's not because I'm mad at myself. I'm just trying to stay awake. And it doesn't really work. Uh, I, I do love sleeping while I'm driving. <laughs> what? That, that, we, we've talked about this. I, I, it's a struggle. Why I, I take micro one second naps while I'm driving all the time, and it's horrible. And then I yell at myself, "You're so effing stupid! Wake up! Quack quack! Pull it!" You know, and that's when I pull over and by the business parking lot and take a nap. Gotcha. Yeah, um, but when I'm mad at myself, no. Like I miss a bet, I place a bad bet. Oh, we should do it. No, I don't do that. Do you? What are other psychotic behaviors? Do you feel like? Well, shower sitting has always been attached to me. For that, that is, I, that's, yeah. I'd say that's weird. I don't know if I would consider that psychotic. Um, Although it actually, when you picture it, it is kind of psychotic. It's actually. It's I, I always lo- say, don't. I, I say, don't knock it till you try it. That's what I always say. I, we would be living a happier world if more people would sit in the shower. What about what about chronic masturbation? <laughs> what? I feel like I feel like that's psychotic. No, that, first of all, are you accusing me of being a chronic no, masturbator? I'm, not accusing, I'm just trying to think of in general. 
No, I think that's an that's a vice. Okay. <laughs> that's an addiction that we don't people don't really talk about, but it's a it's a it's up there with alcoholism and okay. and and uh, drug use is a problems in this country. Probably <laughs> is chronic masturbation, I at just, least in mar- in marriages. I'm assuming. I would think that's I I think that's kind of a psychotic. No, no, no. Just because I, just because you're uh, of what you're watching. And you're, you become normal oh, because you're, you're talking. Oh, okay, you're you're talking about the 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 content. Yeah, yeah. More. Well, oh, just okay. Like the, the, not only the frequency, but what like you're watching. You, well, I don't watch that. I am not into that kind of stuff. Are you talking about like watching girls have sex with like horses or something or dogs bestiality? or bestiality or I would consider that psychotic mutilation. I would consider no, that psychotic. Can I just or scat? I'm not, <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not into any of that. I okay. think I've been accused of being into that stuff. Like uh, uh, humiliation porno. Yeah. What? Like cuckold? No, no, oh. no, no. Like, like uh, uh, degrading. No, I'm actually not into any of that kind of stuff. I, I, well, I, 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 you would consider that I consider that psychotic behavior. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into um, any any. Now, have I seen those videos? Of course. Have I seen no. the Mister Hand video <laughs> a thousand times? Drive loves two girls, one cup. Yeah, no, no, two girls, one cup makes me puke. All right, but but uh, just on the other end of the mm. spectrum, I think it's not just the uh, things that like that are like that that are psychotic. Mm. But if you're too like too good, it's almost like psychotic. Like behavior. a Tim Tebow. Yes, I think Tim Tebow is a psycho. No, he's just a godly guy, and the people can't wrap their brains around that someone could be so nice. Or, or what's um, what's the religious group like? Just like teetotalers, um, the soaking mm. like soaking stuff. Um, I don't really know. I mean, like you if you mean, have like, that, kind of, I, I, I feel like no, it, that's not that's impressionable. I think. More so than being psychotic. So, you know, what's the difference? You might know. You're to learn. What's the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? Um, I think psychopath is more physical, isn't it? And then a sociopath. I, I, is, I thought I was more so. More it would of a be mind, would be mind effing someone. No, sociopath. I think is the is like the you don't process emotions. And can you be both? Sociopath, antisocial personality disorder, sometimes uh, is a mental health condition in which a person consistently shows no regard for right and wrong and ignores the rights and feelings of others. All right. I'm not a sociopath because I have a conscience. Yes. Then uh, what's psychopath? I always thought psychopath was more physical. Um, a person affected by chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent social yeah. behavior. Okay, violent. All right, you're right. So, so, so psychopath, more violent sociopath, can't separate right and wrong. Necessarily, Aaron. Actually, um, I actually think a sociopath would so be I worse than a psychopath. I mean, I understand the well, violence. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, I mean they're, neither one's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to be on any kind of path. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not a big violence guy. I mean, I just talked about, <laughs> I guess, burning roly polies, but that's I was in puberty. All right, that doesn't count. Give me a break. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that is interesting, Valdi. So, what, what I don't what does this study say? Like, how many? Like, everybody? It can't be everybody. Uh, the majority of people who are diagnosed uh, as psych as psychotic. It's called the dark triad. Yes. Dark triad traits are highly social, socially discouraged attitudes, um, namely narcissism, so, uh, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. I'm thinking that's what that word is. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Well, I well, definitely also, I don't, they, this don't, they, don't they always say people in radio are psychos too? 
That's more of an ego thing. Narcissism. Yeah, narcissism. Yeah, so I, I guess there's a lot of narcissists in radio, but a lot I used to think that, but there's a lot of narcissists everywhere. <laughs> the entire like, world has turned narcissistic. Like, are, are, uh, police officers, I, I, nothing, firefighters, whatever. You, you tell me there's not narcissistic uh, firefighters. Of course, they're probably you know, all, those, all those hot guys with abs on yeah. the calendars. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> now, radio does yeah. seem to attract a lot of egomaniacs, but yeah, you gotta hear. Your you, you, gotta hear you, <laughs> you like to hear yourself talk. <laughs> I I mean, you think what you say is important. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Valdez, do you want to get into the parlay this week? The jumbo yes, lump we parlay. Do our, we got to do our is... jumbo lump parlay. Brought to you by Crab Sports, Maryland's number one local sports book. Crab Sports is the only sports book that offers special boosts and parlays on all the DMV teams. We're partnering with local hero brands and businesses to bring you the best localized betting experience. Make sure you sign up now to the jumbo lump parlay with Crab Sports. And Crab Sports wants to remind you to please play responsibly for help visit mdgamblinghelp.org or or call 1-800-GAMBLER must be 21 years of age or older and just a reminder when you sign up for crab sports and use that promo code biddies in the app store uh and make sure you're searching all of the boosts especially the jumbo lump yeah this promo code is biddies if if you're keeping track at home love crab sports all right valdez also tomorrow on the show i'm looking forward to discussing possible punishment for you a physical punishment, punishment, a violent punishment. Because oh, you, yeah, you psycho. You, you said the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. You're doing the Johnny bit, and so I'm going to think tonight and maybe discuss with the guys. You're you're no, sleep you, we, we got to come up with a punishment if the Ravens. I can't make her, her. winning the Super Bowl is unfair, but if they lose to the Texans, we got to do some some to, sort of Texas punishment for you. Texas justice. Texas justice. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hey, I'm, I can't. I can't make my own punishment. Just. FYI. Right, yeah, that's yeah, that's part of the rule. So uh, I'm going to get together with a think tank tonight and come up with <laughs> AKA something. Yourself, I'm leaning towards something. Uh, I don't know why this keeps jumping out. Something with a naked cowboy, <laughs> like you wearing a cowboy hat and shirtless and wearing those briefs and cowboy boots. Maybe standing on a street corner. Maybe something violent. I, I don't know. We got got to think. If you got any ideas? Tweet us at Bit Season. <laughs> you know, bring it up tomorrow on the show. Um, All right, Valdez, what's your play? Uh, my play is Cade Otten anytime touchdown score. I love. Love the way he looked against the Eagles. He looked fast. Maybe the Eagles' defense sucks, but I saw Baker Mayfield really targeting Cade Otten. I know he had a goal line look that he should have caught. So I like Cade Otten anytime touchdown score and what should be a shootout uh, between the Bucks and Lions. I really like that. That part of the parlay is plus 310, so you know the boost is going to be juicy. That is uh, – I'm actually really looking forward to that, Valdez, because – we this could be a big payout for us. Um, I'm really Valdez. I got my. I, this is a tingle play. Last week I had a tingle play <laughs> yeah. with the Rams. <laughs> the tingle's been. I was so close. <laughs> I, I should have just took. I should have taken the point. He, he, here's my tingle play: Chiefs at Bills. I'm just not that impressed with Kansas City. I know they got a great defense, and Bills have lost plenty of games, but so have the Chiefs. Bills, I think, right now are the second best team in the AFC. And I think they possibly could beat the Ravens in Baltimore in an AFC championship game. Possibly. I'm not trying to offend you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the Chiefs game, that's easy cooking for them. With the way Josh Allen is playing really, really well right now. It's a home game away from the the, the, the Chiefs kingdom. 
<laughs> I, I I think the, the 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 Bills Valdez. This is a touchdown game for them. They're, they're going to win this game by a touchdown. The Bills Mafia. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, yeah they're going to do the table jumping. Uh, Tony Romo's going to be <laughs> in his pants on during this game, <laughs> Valdez. Mean, watching yeah, Mahomes yeah. and Allen go back and forth. But I think I think the Bills pull away in the second half in this one. Uh, let's go Bills minus two and a half. I really like this. Hey, I just got an update, Draft. Yeah. Uh, I think we can talk about it now. All right, let's do it. All right. Um, I am so confident mm-hmm. that the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl, and this was okayed by everyone at Crab Sports and at the station. All right. Um, this is what I need you to do. Okay. I need you to go on to Crab Sports. and On it. All right. And you need to make a futures wager on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's got to be done before kickoff on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have an old Crab Sports ticket, that works too. But the ticket minimum must be $50. $50 for the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. By what's today? Thursday. So it's got to be, be done by, by the 21st by what time? 439. Okay. Yeah, futures right. bet on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. All right. Tag BitSeason at BitSeason on Twitter and on Instagram and tag Crab Sports. On uh, Twitter and on Instagram, show us your ticket, and you will be entered to win my personal Lamar Jackson jersey, which is signed by the soon-to-be two-time MVP. I you, have. I a, didn't even know you have a Lamar I, signed jersey. I have a Lamar signed jersey. So you enter a raffle for what? If the Ravens win, and the if Super the Bowl. Ravens win the Super Bowl, and you show your ticket, mm-hmm. okay, you show your ticket. Not only Wednesday, are you going to be rich, not only are you going to win some cash, but you will win the Lamar signed jersey too. I like it. I. Uh, you're doing that. On I'm just, doing that because you'll, you'll be so excited that they won. I, hey, stop giving out all the. Secrets. You, what do you? you what's a signed I, jersey? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, yeah, you got a Marty memories a, for I a lifetime. I got a Lombardi and I got memories. So the signed jersey will be will be not nothing to me, but but I won't feel bad okay. about parting with Dude, it. Dude, that's a very nice gesture. Yeah. So I think I will stop by National Harbor on the way home, and I, that McDonald's that I like to go to. I'll, that's where I slip over into Maryland. You're not eligible to win it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you you kind of sold me a little bit on the Ravens this week, so yes. I, I want to make sure I get in that future. So, so tag Crab Sports, tag Bit Season on Instagram or and or Twitter. You know what? Do both uh, with your fifty dollars Ravens Super Bowl future. And when All and right. when and when they win, I'm going to give you my Lamar signed jersey. You will be into, entered into a raffle with the other sl- people who have the slips. Yes. Yeah. All and right, then cool. and then. People from Derek over at Crab Sports uh, will pick a winner at random, and we'll get your all of your information, and we'll send you the jersey. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And uh, you know what? You've sold me on just how, how confident you are. My, com- Valdez, my, my confidence is oozing. You need to be aware. Like I'm telling you, if he's confident about the Ravens, you're – uh, ears should be perked. Okay, <laughs> have you never seen me like that? Never. And so it's getting me a little bit sized. He knows the team almost better than anyone, besides Glenn Clark. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great weekend, and we will see you tomorrow on the Junkies. And I'm very excited to watch some football this weekend. Uh, let's win those bets. See you guys later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 